Welcome to Friendo Podcast, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. As a YouTuber, I've shared my life online for the last eight years, and now I'm excited to learn about you. Friendo celebrates people and their stories, from interesting jobs to unique passions and curious life skills that the world should hear about. Community is everything. Let's do this. Ever meet someone who is kind of your opposite, but you just fit together like puzzle pieces? Well, my guest today is just that, my work wife, Joanna from Nesting Story. Listen, we're different in so many ways, but then similar in others. Maybe it's like the important ones, I guess. Put it this way, we've shared many hotel rooms together and we're still besties. So to me, that speaks volumes because I am a serious lone wolf status kind of human, but I always enjoy my time with Joanna. I remember when I first met her, actually, we were at a party with our management team and she strutted over to me, hand outstretched and was so confident in who she was and her business. We instantly clicked. And honestly, we've been buds ever since. So that must have been like 2016, and that was around the time that Joanna actually launched her YouTube channel. So our youngest kids are about the same age. So if you think like 2016, I mean, they were so little back then. And actually from that time, so since then, we have gone on trips, conferences. She is quite the um, negotiator. She convinced me to go on all these amazing trips and actually it was so fun. I met so many people in our space, um, you know, from Canada, from the US. It was bloggers, creators. uh, It was just amazing. And actually, we even started a consulting business back then um, where we were helping other women because we were so and are still very passionate about, you know, a presence online and how to build your business. And if you remember back then, it used to be called Story Muse and Co. But then we both got a little busy. And honestly, we just couldn't manage it all. So we paused that plan. But here we are, five years later, we still love talking shop, definitely talking a little smack when we get together. And in fact, I'm going to be honest, it might get weird in this episode. So buckle up. Now, if you're new to Joanna, let me share a little more about who she is. So my guest today is the founder and creative director of Nesting Story. Nesting Story is where Joanna shares her real, honest, and inspirational stories about womanhood, motherhood, creating a beautiful and functional home, life with twins, lifestyle, and wellness. Joanna lives in Ontario in Canada with her four children and her rescue pup, Oliver, Now, in 2014, Joanna began giving, you know, like a fly-on-the-wall look into what life can be like for a mother of four, all while not losing herself along the way in the form of her blog. Then, in 2016, after achieving success with her blog, Joanna began telling her story using video on YouTube, and in 2017, Nesting Stories' YouTube channel was named Creator on the Rise by YouTube. It's quite an accomplishment. In 2021, she went through a shift in her life. Insert a public divorce. Now I realize all divorces are public, but it's just another layer of tricky when you share your life online in a lifestyle space, but then are also simultaneously experiencing a huge life shift. Joanna has been able to find balance between her private life and her online presence, all while maintaining boundaries for herself and her children. You know what, though? I'm going to let Joanna share her story with you. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the podcast, Joanna. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I know. I have to remind myself that other people are going to listen. So (laughs) I have to be good. (laughs) You're onto like a big chapter switch at the moment. You know, it's like the page is flipping. I think that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today. And, you know, well, there's a couple like behind the scenes, Joanna took a big break. So she took about, Mm -hmm. what was it? Six weeks, was it six weeks weeks off? Which is huge for creators. 
right. You know, I was laughing with Esme today. We went on a bike ride. I went, took my daughter out and I said, I forgot to take a picture. And she's like, can you imagine mom? Like some people go for bike rides and don't take pictures. And so that's one tiny event in my day. So as you can imagine six weeks off from something that is, you know, income generating and community building and all these wonderful things. It's a huge break. It was a shock. And like, when I first started, it was so funny. Cause I'm like, I'd go have my breakfast and not take a picture of him. Like if I don't take a picture and document my breakfast, did I actually have breakfast? Like it was weird at first, which told me I needed a break. But then in the end, I actually realized how good nesting story is for my mental health. Like I really was surprised with the outcome of it. It was really good. So now I feel like I'm here on my terms and I know that this is what I want to do. And I'm just like more just being myself because I feel like I've really changed. I'm not like the same person I used to be a year or two ago. And I think you'd agree with that. I think I'm a pretty different person. I think it's like, you can't go through something so life-changing and be like, mm-hmm. well, I'm the same person, you know, that I was no. two years ago. No. And, and I think that's the thing too, that more and more people recognize, but you know, you're watching people's lives online and you've been allowed in and there will be stuff that takes place that you are not privy to. And so when the news hits the public, it's been going on for a lot longer behind the scenes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, as yeah. your friend watching the content you were creating, I could tell there's a change happening. And so as the change is happening and the shift is taking place, but the public isn't aware of the information, it's Mm -hmm. like, how do you keep making the same type of content, but yet you're an evolving person, right? So the break is necessary. But then friend Amanda swooped in and I was like, how long is this break going to be? Like, are you going to be going forever? You had like (laughs) interventions. My mother was like, Joanna? don't you take too long off of nesting story. It's very good for you. And I think you need to go back to it. So I actually was not going to be going back until June. And between you and my mom, I was like, I got to get back. Like, I just, I got to get back. Everyone's telling me to get back. So I will. And I think too, because I mean, you could probably agree with this, but I feel like when you take a break, the break becomes very enjoyable. And there's a part of like, there's a part that's like, oh, you know, like I enjoyed this time away, just existing without opinions of others or anything. And it's, it, is it, was it, was that tricky for you to like, okay, we're going to come back? No, I was craving it. Um, I needed it. It was really good to go through. Cause I had to go through some tough stuff when I was on my break. And then, um, when I, but then I was craving going back. So I was, I was consuming content the entire time. And I was like, kind of, there were, there's a lot of content out there also that made me kind of just want to barf because I was realizing some of it is like way too, a little bit fake out there. No one we know, but it's just stuff out there. And so it was very good for me to be like, well, when I go back, I'm just going to be myself and post what I want to post and post when I want to post. Um, so that was really good. But no, I, it was, it got to the point where I kind of, I think I actually felt like, I really actually missed the community, to be honest. I felt very disconnected from my friends who are creators and also from the community, which is really good because sometimes I can be a little too much of an introvert in this space. And that was good for me to really just really made me appreciate all aspects of it. And it was very good. Yeah. So I know it was not something that I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this too much. It's going to be hard to go back. Hi, I'm Dean from Hello Friendo. Do you like candles? I do. Really? Well, guess what? We've got the best candles on the planet Earth. From Frendo Apothecary. Nine amazing scents. Fresh. Mm, I don't know them all. But anyway, there's a lot of them. <laughs> um, some of you may know that Amanda does her podcast for free. And one of the ideas that we came up with together is to support the podcast monetarily with a store. So hellofrendo.com is actually the launching pad for Frendo podcast and also for Frendo apothecary and Frendo merch. And you can buy all that stuff at www.hellofrendo.com. And you'll find uh, some beautiful vegan soy wax candles with wooden wicks in nine cents in the eight ounce amber glass that's beautiful do you like the amber glass i do i do too you know when it's burning and it's just like 
the lights are low and it just shines through there. It's just like, this is so chill. It's very aesthetically pleasing. Yep. And then we also have the three ounce travel tins that, uh, that uh, just came out. So you can go to our www.hellofriendo.com and check that out. And once again, thank you for your support. It means a lot to us. For those that know, they hear the D word divorce. It's a little overwhelming. I think for anybody, right? You, you know, let's say, just say regular person who doesn't have a platform that they're sharing their life. You're changing that relationship status on Facebook if anyone is still using Facebook, but you get my idea, you know, people are going to know. And then all of a sudden you feel like, oh, I got to tell this story of this responsibility. Now you add in this extra layer of you have a community that is Mm -hmm. expecting news because your brand nesting story did include your husband. So how, how was that part of it? Like that responsibility you felt to tell the update? So I did it slowly. I have to be so careful because you have to be careful. I have preteens. I have a son who's about to turn 12 and actually they know a fair bit of like what kind of went on. Um, But it, you know, you don't, you got to be sensitive to these things. So I will say um, my life was one way and suddenly it wasn't. My world felt like it burned to the ground, tried really hard. And then it was very obvious the decision. And I was like, and you know, all this, you were there with me in real time and you, um, so when I made, when I made the decision to, uh, separate, it wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to separate and see. It was like, I want a divorce and I never looked back. Like I still have never for one minute was like, did I make the right decision? Which is very telling. So I knew what was happening. I knew that. And so I, but I kept it very quiet for a long time. So what I, I purposely wanted to really deal with the logistics behind the scenes as much as I could before involving the public. So I was very careful. Like I have not mentioned my ex-husband's name once since deciding. In fact, when things started to become, um, not since deciding actually way before that, when things became um, uh, just kind of like up in the air, I completely um, stopped uh, having any content that even like mentioned his name. I never mentioned his name. I, I, so I, I did that first and I just made it all about me sometimes about the kids, but I, I made sure it just shifted that way. So I did that for a while, quite a few months. And then I kind of started to like share that we had a change in dynamic and stuff like that. And that was about a year ago that I shared it. So it's, I really took my time with it and I was very much I knew from the beginning that I would never, ever, ever create content with juicy details or an announcement that would get views. It was honestly like a must know basis um, with my, with my community. And that was just, um, I could have probably raked in and could still rake in probably like some crazy views and and all that if I were to really share stuff, but it's not that's not what I want to be about. And I don't want a nasty story to be about that. And so I just really, really tried to be really careful about the way I did it. And so I've taken like two years now, almost two years now, I think, to um, share a bit more and everything like that. And so recently, when I came back from the break, I shared that it's been tough. And I shared more that it was like, not so easy. And it's we've had our moments and it's, it's co-parenting is hard. So people have said, you know, I think I get the sense of what went on or what life's been like, but you are talking in riddles. And I'm like, I know I am talking in riddles, but I really have to make sure that my kids come first. And, um, and I just, and I really also, the other thing I realized recently, especially, um, the way I was sharing before my break versus now is I cannot make nesting story about me. Um, constantly like I get these like super long messages and emails from women who are thinking about leaving their uh marriages and I cannot put that output out there um I've kind of given some broad thoughts about it of like maybe you know just think about can you breathe if you're in your marriage can you breathe or do you feel like picture yourself in your marriage do you feel suffocated do you picture yourself out of it despite all like the craziness and stress and everything can you breathe it's very telling um so I've realized that I can't be constantly uh, in that space 
I can't grow. I can't, it keeps me in this like traumatized place too. to heal. I need to be able to not forget it. I'm definitely not acting like it didn't happen, but I cannot be making my content just centered around that. You nailed it. No, I tend to give long answers. (laughs) Because it's a big situation. It's a big Mm -hmm. layered, complicated thing. And I saw that comment about the speaking in riddles and I was like, Amanda, not retaliate. But I just thought, you know, we are not as creators uh, a circus that people are allowed to just pay entry tickets to and get access to all of it. You know, these are like real people living around here. And I thought that I I do think that you've handled it so well in the way that you really were like, this huge life thing is happening. And it's cool that I have this platform and this audience, but like I have this family that we are going to be going through a huge shift and I need to be a supportive parent. I need to make sure my head stays afloat mm-hmm. and that we can get through this with minimal damage because anybody who goes through a divorce, there's some scars, right? Oh, there's scars. And also I'm tethered to their dad for, you know, ever, ever, you know, yeah. and so I cannot... I got to make sure we definitely have our moments, but I got to make sure that, that life is better when we're on, we're on, when we're a team versus when we're not. And I've experienced both. And right now I'd say we're on a team. Um, I've definitely had to learn how to like communicate without, we both have without emotion and more just like, it's about the kids, it's about the kids. But um, yeah, that's the other thing. It was like, I got to keep that in mind. I think that that, that's the co-parenting thing is it can be really tricky, especially for kids, man, that's, that's, that's work. Heck yeah. And you know, the storytelling part of what we do, like when our kids were small, Mm -hmm. you know, they were kind of under our wing and it's like, yeah, they're just an extension of us and it's great. But then they start getting to that age where they are independent and they watch Mm -hmm. our content and they can see what's going on. And, you know, it's not just your story anymore. And it's Mm -hmm. not, you know, your ex is, a person with his own life. And it's like, why would you want to drag yourself down with some sort yeah. of salacious video? Like you said, that would do so well, but you've mm-hmm. never been about that anyway. No, like it's- I'm not going to do that. No, I, I think people, it was important for me for people to know that I've been through some stuff, especially as I start fresh, um, because that's really important because this is a really big deal and it's really exciting um, but yeah, beyond that, it's our business. Heck yeah. And that's the way it is. And I think that people sometimes just need a little reminder about, mm-hmm. you know, boundaries. So mm-hmm. I love that part about how you mentioned, like, you don't want to continue to tell a story that doesn't allow you to grow and to move mm-hmm. on because there's a whole new Joanna it's around. And I've, I'm joking around. Dean and I are like, we got to create a new intro for her channel. That's like, <laughs> Joanna, like breaking through this new yeah. 2.0 version. So tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about, you know, what's changed? What are you excited about these days? Maybe there's mm-hmm. a person, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So how am I different? I kind of don't, we can swear on here, right? Yes. Of like, course. okay. Like, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I do in terms of like, you know, impacting my kids, but really like, I, I think that was the biggest thing. Okay. Let's put it this way. And this is my biggest realization lately, that whole marriage, that whole life from when I was even young, because I was raised by parents whose marriage is still together. They had four kids and I was just like, I need kids. I want to get married. This is how it's done. My entire, I've, I've really realized that entire time I was trying to fit into like this mold that I just never felt like I fit into. And it was just so hard. And so I feel now like I've really, and it took me a bit too, to still figure out, you know, where, what works that I need to live by my own rules. And so what does that look like? Well, that looked like me dating, like right after my marriage ended, which was so fun. And um, <laughs> I'm like, I also learned a lot about myself that I'm like a relationship person. And I'm very like, like, a, um, and so, and I really went into my single life ready to like, I'd rather put my play another hand than like, not 
ever and like have my heart broken than not. I love that whole thing about like from Goodwill Hunting where that's the whole thing is like, they're going to go play another hand because they were like so protective of themselves. But it actually realized it's taken me a really long time to allow all the walls to come down. I think just recently, I'd say I'm like in a really good place now. Okay. So it, I... I want to, I want to pause for one second because some people are judgy about the whole, oh my God, she moved on so quick. Right. Uh And you're like, okay, this again comes back to our roles as bystanders of people's Mm -hmm. lives. We're just watching. You don't see what takes place. Like Dean and I were kind of joking. I don't know if we spoke about this with you, but we're like, if everybody's house was made of glass and you could see what was going on, it would be a mess, right? Like we just don't know, right? Maybe a person's marriage has actually been stagnant for five years and we are just being responsible and doing what we need to do as people, parents, partners, all of this. But that love part of it, that Mm -hmm. romance, that lust maybe has been gone for a long time. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. So you come out of a relationship and you're like, I'm not dead. Like, so that was, so that for me, okay. So then that's a good point to make. So that's something I will say is I think that I look back now. Um, and I think my marriage was not great probably since like the twins were born. So that gives that was like five years of marriage. Cause when I add the time of like right. how long it's been, but then the last two years, really, I kept saying to people in my life, I feel like I'm disappearing. I feel like I'm just floating. Like, I feel like I'm not grounded and I cannot figure out why. And now I knew And for me to then make the, when, so I tried really hard, trust me, if everyone knew like what kind of went on and then how hard I tried to fight for it, I did everything. I can look my kids in the eye and be like, did everything. Um, And, but then it became really clear that, you know, that decision had to be made and then I never looked back. And so I won't say like, oh, I went out and like dated like crazy. I just meant I didn't want to shut myself off. Like it's not, it's, I, I think I'm kind of half joking when I was like, oh, I went out and started dating her really like crazy. I'm more just meant. Trust me I guys. She's to, a total, total introvert. She's not like, <laughs> yeah, trust me. I'm like, <laughs> this is yeah. not what you think. Yeah. Yeah. So I was more, it was more the decision to go into that new chapter of like an open heart because I actually felt realized that I hadn't been in a real relationship, like an us possibly ever like when I look back like a real us and that is something I've had conversations with you Amanda about and stuff and that's actually been very challenging in my new relationship is learning how to be vulnerable so that's more what I mean is like I wanted to go out like I want to go into that just open open to whatever was going to come my way so let's put that way because I'm talking like so I then like a year after uh my marriage kind of like fell apart is around when I met Ben. Um, so last summer, um, Ben enters the chat. Yeah. I asked him before the podcast and I'm like, okay, what do, what are our boundaries? What can I talk about? So I've got the go ahead. Cause I shared them on my Instagram just this past week, which was like a long time coming. So we've been together for quite a lot, close to a year now coming and then up I year, emailed but... her immediately after and I was like well, we're podcasting because <laughs> now it's official yeah we are. yeah <laughs> so Ben okay so I don't want to tell you guys how we met but it's nice because it's kind of like a fresh person it's not someone I knew um so that was good but let me tell you about a bit about our first date he's like he's got a rule he's like just say nice things about <laughs> only me. nice things Ben only yeah only nice things so so first of all, I'll say he is like fun and romantic and finds like little ways to like make just everyday life fun. And so we go, we on our first day and um, we, he has a, well, I don't want to give too much away, but he has a Jeep. And so we go and we're like walking on a beach and then uh, the storm comes like this windstorm. So he's like, do you want to just like drive around? I'm like, sure. So we drive around and then he goes to this parking garage goes all the way up parks and it's like the view of the lake and I'm like oh this guy is like got s- some moves anyways so this the most insane lightning storm happens over the lake and it's kind of behind him and I'm like oh my god like we're talking that and I'm realizing I'm like talking 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 that's what I tend to do and he's just like listening and smiling and I'm like oh my god <laughs> 
it sounds so cheesy, but it was not. It was not. I'm like, <laughs> look at the lightning. It's crazy. And he's like, I've seen lightning before. I just want to look at you. And I'm like, oh my God. But, and it sounds so cheesy, but that was just, and then we had a lot Ooh, of I love, like Are that. you kidding like, me? I've been with Dean for 17 years. I still remember the pickup lines. Like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, stuff that, that could have been cheesy, but it wasn't. It was so smooth. And so the a lot of our first dates it was like these wild things like they were, we would go on these little adventures because we both co-parent he has a daughter um and we, so we actually have a lot of like kid free time together which has been really great for a relationship so we went on these like dates and there were like these random fireworks like just go off and everything and we started laughing and we're like this is too much like it's like the universe is being like pay attention so um lightning yeah, like fireworks yeah, like he we click so well. We're like two peas in a pod. He has the most amazing smile. It's very funny because he's very organized and very much a routine person, which I am, but like, he's like way more even, but not like, he's still super fun and spontaneous. So it's really great, but I don't know that he's just patient and he's funny, but like that quiet funny that makes me like my whole body shake giggle. Like he made this joke <laughs> one day in front of my parents about like something that Holden did and they didn't hear. And I'm like dying, like busting a gut. And my mom's like, what, what's so funny? What's so funny? And I like, couldn't even get the words out. So like, and it's hard <laughs> to get me to laugh. I'm not, I'm a hard audience. So I don't know. I could gush and gush, but so very quickly we knew we were like, wow, this is like my person. And so we actually, over the past year, tried a few ways to merge and start kind of, cause we didn't live like he, I can say this cause I've shared this before. So I'm in Milton, he's in Burlington. And so that's one of my reasons for the move to Burlington. There's other very good logistical reasons, but that's one of them. And so, um, we first tried to kind of merge here a bit, him stay here a bit. And we realized quickly, like it, we really tried. And, and this is something I think is interesting because, um, you hear about merging families and stepkids and all this stuff. And it was extremely challenging. I've shared on my platform that I have two kids that are kind of going through stuff that are not, that kind of have some special things that um, make it a bit more challenging. And just, he has a preteen. I have two preteens and then two extra. It was just a lot. So we I tried also to make think, that. I was going to say, I also think that the internet lies sometimes and yeah. people really post, you know, they post the photos that work for their narrative. And this is where I think it comes back to like, especially when you're in the space and you're like, are you kidding me? Like we've, mm -hmm. I've never been through the merging of blended families aside from when I was a kid different, but like as yeah. an adult. So there's so many pieces of the puzzle. I have no idea, but watching you go yeah. through it, I'm like, I so appreciate coming back to like the time you took off to figure out mm -hmm. if this is going to work. Can you make it work for your family yeah. and how like, there are so many layers to dating after divorce and mm -hmm. after you have children, because who comes first, right? Like you both tricky. really prioritize your children. And yes. I really love seeing that. Like as your friend, yeah. I'm like, that is so good to well, see. When what Amanda's referring to is what we ended up landing on was that, so we tried to kind of live in the same house a bit. We dabbled in that and it just wasn't working on many levels. Like it was very hard. And what we landed on was, I'm going to move to Burlington. I already knew it was very clear to um, the kids and I that still staying in this house wasn't the best thing for us. And even in this town was not the best thing for me for reasons will go unsaid, but um, I just really needed a fresh start. The kids did too. So I was like, you know what, we'll move. We're going to move to Burlington right near, right there. There's a few other things like that make it great, but but in our own house. And so I got my own house right near them. And, um, it's a, like, I love the location and just the house too makes a lot more sense for our family. And when I start showing it, people will get why, because I really also realized that as a solo mom with your kids, you totally use a house in a different way. It's not the same type of thing. And that's something I'll be sharing about once I move. Um, it's very unique and it was perfect for us. Yeah. So, and I'm also a very, I've realized too, something, and, and this has been too, he, we're both a bit introverts. We both love our routines. We need to kind of have a lot of structure in our life. And something I really realized was that I'm very independent and um, that I needed to kind of have this step. We do hope and plan to 
live together eventually, but that could be like eight years down the road when our oldest have moved out. But the thing is like, we have not taken like maybe one day getting married off the table and living in different houses. Like we are really just deciding to break all the rules and have all the fun, but really put our kids first. Like this was really putting our kids first um, because they do get along. They like each other, but to like also for, for his child, four kids was really overwhelming. And my kids, oh my gosh, like I've got a go couple of like yeah. only child to one of five. Yeah. Wow. So small doses are good. We've learned that. Um, and that was, you know, there was just a lot of challenges and we were just like, why are we trying to conform to this, like this traditional idea? Mm-hmm. Let's just break the rules and make it work for us. So that's where we are. So that's happening next week. And it's super exciting. And There's so much I love about this. There's so much living your life on your own terms Mm -hmm. is just like, I wish everybody would do this. And I don't know, like, and I know that might sound strange coming from someone who's in a marriage for as long as I've been with someone for as long as I have, but life works the way you want it to work if you can are confident enough to make those decisions. So mm-hmm. like I used to laugh, like as a young person, I would go to parties by myself, for example, mm-hmm. and my husband would stay home and they're like, I don't think he's real. And I'm like, bitch, he's real. I am just my yeah. own person. You know, mm-hmm. like if I want to go do this thing by myself and Dean doesn't want to go to the same thing, he doesn't have to, he can mm-hmm. live his own life. You know, if I want to take a holiday with my friends instead of with him, bye, you know, like yeah. there's so many different ways to do things. And if you can figure out a dynamic that makes sense for you and your partner, I mean, it's like you have the golden ticket, right? Like yeah. I love that you and Ben, rather than call it quits, peace out, which who knows what is going to unfold for anybody's relationship, mm-hmm. but rather than throw in the towel, you're like, okay, pause. We really mm-hmm. like each other. We also have kids and lives that run outside of this relationship. So like, how can we figure this out? How can we mm-hmm. make this work? And I love that you're getting your own place. Mm-hmm. You know, we almost did. We all, we came very close to buying a property that had two houses on it. We were each going to live in our own houses. And then we were like, ah, that's not the right answer. I was also going to say, and like, let's not forget, it's also been a goddamn pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Like you met, when did you meet? It would have been before this or after, no, after the July, July, during the pandemic, like when there was a bit of a brief, we were released from our cages for a little (laughs) while and then we ended up meeting and then, yeah, that was also really a big strain for us. So I want to say like, again, I don't like, I don't want to be like, um, you know, everything is sunshine and lollipops. It's not, we have been through the pandemic together, virtual school. We tried to like virtual school, the kids together. That was challenging. Um, we did it for a bit, but then that's been really hard too. Like he and I have never been to a movie together or like, like there's a lot of things that we haven't traveled. I haven't even met him. Like I haven't met him. I will be. I will be. We're getting (laughs) vaxxed friends. The world is opening up, but yeah, like it's, this is such a strange dynamic. You're not like out for dinner with seven people or, you know, at a restaurant sitting around a table. It's so weird. So there's that pressure. Yeah. The roaring twenties are coming. I'm telling you, people are going to live it up. And yeah. So I want to say that when we really had to like step back for um, a minute and be like, is this because we had been through so much and we had tried and tried and tried. And then we just, we had to kind of step back and that was probably the best thing for us because now it's like, we both together were like, no, we are all in and we are just going to like make our own rules and have our fun and do this our way. And so that was really exciting. And I feel really for, it took me a long time to also like if this become like the Ben podcast, but I guess, but I know I have like, it's so funny. I think people are, are wanting to know. It took me so long too, to like share him on, he's a very private person and I don't want to say too much, but he's very supportive. And, um, I finally did share him on my Instagram because I, you know, like I, this person's such a big part of my life and I wanted to, it was like, this is him, but he's not going to be on here all the time. But, um, yeah, like it's totally good. We're all in. I'm glad. I'm glad I waited so long, though. That was good. Well, you and know, if can't. if Ben listens to this, I mean, my I own husband didn't show up for like four years mm-hmm. online. So, I mean, I think that it's 
it is a strange gig that we have. And so respecting people's boundaries and what they're comfortable, like even just, just think about folks listening. When someone points a camera at you and you just like, hi, and you just like randomly wave and like, nobody knows (laughs) what to say. Like it takes practice. And so yeah, allowing people on camera, that's the thing. And I don't want that. Like I've had that. That's my other thing. And that was actually a rule I had made for myself when my marriage ended was like, I, I was like, I'm never going to have, you know, cause you never know what the future is going to hold. And I still don't know, but mm-hmm. that goes with like the not closing yourself off type of thing. Um, but I was like, I'm never going to do that. And I don't, I can't see, you know, him ever talking on camera, but you know, now you'll see like little flashes of him here and there or knowledge or his cute new puppy. And, um, exactly. yeah. Or maybe, maybe a photo here and there, but it's not going to become, I just don't want it. I don't want Nessie's story to become like, the couple thing. I, I, I don't, it's not going to be mm. that. I joke, but I, I kind of am not joking. Like whenever Dean participates in my content and he's going to hear this podcast and be like, you jerk. But there's always a part of me that's like, if I had to get rid of him, could I carry on like comfortably? <laughs> Like, could I easily just like edit that part out? I'm safe to say it probably could, but you know, because well, it's hard. Okay. I, I was able to edit out like how many years of marriage? I feel like it's really dark. And my audience is like, Amanda, we just got a glimpse of your real dark oh sense my God. of humor. Or the type, but like, that's like a touch of our like real conversations. Guys, Amanda and I, you have no idea the conversations we have. That's why Amanda at the beginning was like, I got to remember we're recording. We are recording. Um, But you know, it's hard. Like I even see, I mean, you and I have experienced starting a partnership, right? Mm -hmm. And like, we all of a sudden got really busy for those who remember we had a little consulting business. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, let's end this on a high note because this could, like you see things where friendships end or relationships Mm -hmm. crumble because it's hard to go into any kind of partnership with somebody. So I guess it like your mm-hmm. brand nesting story is about you and i think yeah. what's beautiful about what we do online and um especially as lifestyle creators parents women like life will shift you know we shift yeah. it out of the baby years and you you regroup and you pivot you're shifting out of a marriage right mm-hmm. there's a little regroup and pivot i feel like if there's anything i'm taking away from just this conversation which i didn't realize beforehand but there's like this part where we pause Right. Mm -hmm. When you have to make a decision and you're like, take a little moment, reflect, regroup on the boundaries, come back strong. And I think not not enough people are doing that. Um, Oh, and I want to quickly say, like, I wasn't going to put my kids on because they were so against it. And now suddenly they're all about it. And so their dad and I had this big conversation. We're like, okay, you guys can be in it again and do this. Because my older kids also like, because I pay them. If I get paid, they get paid. And so they want to earn money. And so, and, but they want to do it. They love it. And they like, suddenly I'm like the coolest mom out of all these 12 year old boys. They think I'm so cool because I have a YouTube channel. So I'm like, uh, got some street. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) So that's interesting. But, um, yeah, like I think my biggest thing, and I think a lot of uh, creators will probably be listening to this too. I am watching a bunch of people. I just said this on Insta stories today. I, especially from the pandemic in the virtual school, I'm about, I'm watching a bunch of people who are burning out so hard. And I will say this to all those people. I took six weeks off and it didn't touch my algorithm. In fact, it maybe was stronger because people missed me and it's come back and like, so my numbers are higher. And, um, you know, I've had to be careful with money. Like I've had to, I'm really like, having to not shop online and, you know, just like put aside money for groceries, but it was worth it. It was worth that. Oh, and you're saying that now, so for people listening is like, yeah. when you do take a time off, there are brand deals yeah. that you maybe said, oh, yeah. I can't right now. And I'll be back I, I soon. Did. There yeah. were a so couple there's... big ones. There were a couple big ones that I basically was like, like really big ones that I was like, I'm so sorry, but I need to do this right now. And they're, and they're still coming back. Like, it's okay. And I've got some other business stuff coming um, up, which is really exciting, but like, do take the break, do it. If you need to do it, take the break. Don't be afraid to do that. And also the other thing is don't be afraid to pivot. Like, I think that a lot, I was watching this girl. Oh man, what was her name? She said the States was just watching it today. And she was talking about how she's losing her hair. This like 
content creator out of the States because she's become so stressed about the fact that the algorithm changed and basically have to do giveaways and fight against TikTokers and all this stuff to like be relevant. And I'm like, Oh my God, that is. And I have been able to, I basically have just been true to myself and I've always done this, steered the ship as life has changed and not pigeonhole myself. And I've had a lot of people in the industry who want me to pigeonhole, like just, you know, be more specific about the content I create. And I've done that before and it flops. So be you, Mm -hmm. enjoy your community you have. I've stopped stressing about growing. I don't have a massive Instagram account, but I love my people. Like I have Mm -hmm. really good people on there. I don't have jerks. I just posted my first video in like three months last week. And there's like over a hundred amazing kind comments there. Um, of these people and these, like, it's just genuine supporters. Like, yeah. So Coming back know. to even like what, I mean, for those listening, we always weave it back into business talk because it's what we do. But, you yeah. know, coming back to this whole thing as creators and like the burnout, because I see it too. Um, you have to remind yourself that you're not a robot. And mm-hmm. like, oh, like even yesterday I saw this person was, this person was being served to me on reels and it was like, create every day, multiple times a day, blah, blah, blah. And I was reading this and I was like, oh my God, I'm not creating enough. And then I went, whoa, whoa, you know, <laughs> like, what do I create? What do I offer mm-hmm. the world? You know, when we were talking about boundaries, here you are going through a big change. You realize, of all the things I could let go of right now, it's going to be creating content and I'll come back stronger in six weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, for some, like I've like, let's say reduced how much content I put out there. It might still look like a lot to others, but I know for me, it's taking a break, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. you have to do that. Otherwise you fizzle out and why disappear yeah. forever? You know, when you could just take no. a tiny break. Yeah. And I was like dabbling in real estate there. And I just realized like that wasn't for me. It was just like, I, that would take me to my house too much but um the other thing i would say with content creation right now is the more i overthink it the worse like i need to just put it out there i have a thought i snap a picture it's not perfect my feed is like all different types of filters i don't care like that's the most freeing thing i think that that's what people are realizing and seeing with me is like i don't really care as much about that and I'm more just kind of like speaking I'm just being really like honest I guess and vulnerable not that I wasn't before but I think it's the whole trying to fit yourself into the mold I just don't want to fit myself into this mold anymore I just Mm -hmm. I just completely need to live life on my terms Mm -hmm. like I'm coming up to 40 138 but I'm coming up to I'm 38 and a half so that's really hitting me left turn <laughs> like, but like, well, like but it is like, connected I, I it's connected yeah i think that what they say you realized like <laughs> just laughing because okay, I gotta tell you, because i saw this meme and i laughed harder than necessary but it's like this girl and she's standing there and there's like a couple pictures of her face or something and someone goes i can't believe you're 30 you don't look like you're 30 and somebody commented what do you think when we turn 30 we turn into prince philip like like you well, know i nobody- will say I will say that I haven't had Botox since before the pandemic hit and I've watched my face melt and there's nothing worse than wearing a mask and looking in the mirror and all you see are your wrinkles. So I will, I do have that on my bucket list for the next couple of months to just like, (laughs) just get a little couple, you know, CCs of that in there. Maybe not as much as before because I was having a really hard time smiling. You're like, I can't smile. It hurts my, oh my face. God. I realized like I look back at photos at the end because it's very addictive. And you're like, maybe just a little more here and a little more there. And like, you start to just be like, no lines, no lines at all. Well, when you have no lines, you can't like open your eyes. <laughs> and then if you're like me, because I got some Botox there when we opened up for a hot minute. And uh, I was like, I literally had a headache because my muscles want to animate so hard. <laughs> and they're frozen. <laughs> holy shit I'm at it because my brain and I'm like like, started to when you're in the pit and it's so funny because like no one's even seen me well they are online but like I'm like what else do I want to do so I know I don't want to do like just totally is this okay that we're just going all over the place with this yes (laughs) I'm out of questions yeah (laughs) microblade botox yes not gonna do my lips I'm not gonna do that one um okay I think I'm going to try cool sculpting on my tummy. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
I think I might try that one. We'll see. Because I had a C-section with my twins and everyone gets that little like bump yes. there. And I don't yes. know. I'm curious. I'll look into it. I'll let everyone know if I'm going to do it. I'm sure. Um, but anyways, my whole point was that. Oh, hold on. Coming back to like. Oh, it's your child. I'm uh, recording a podcast at the moment. What's up? <laughs> So we were dying laughing because I'm like, one of my kids came in. I'm like, I don't even care. Go scour the cupboards, like eat anything you want Do like, it's just, we're, we're, we're crawling to the finish line of this. Oh. Um, yeah, it's nuts. I, I mean, know. for what those listening, say? I know we're in Ontario. It's the never ending lockdown. It's, I mean, I, and you know, my kids have been in virtual school since the fall, mm-hmm. which I mean, I don't even know why we did that now looking back and mm-hmm. they are so done with their computers it's at this point i I just get them to check in and i'm like check in Mm -hmm. show your face stay for a little bit do one thing just one one you know and then go outside Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh it's brutal yeah i've got three of my kids i've pulled this so the school and the school board is requesting that they just submit one piece of work a day so they don't ever log on so literally our chromebooks the school is lending us is for youtube um but like the school's been super supportive because they've my kids it just they couldn't do it um i I have one kid that's been really really good with it and um he's a saint (laughs) now the dogs are barking if it's not a child it's a dog well we will we'll wrap this up with the final question but i think you've already answered it but you know what what is your comeback going to look like have you kind of decided how you're going to show up online Yes. I think a lot of it, it's going to just be me. I, I it, you know, that's such a simple answer, but me and my new house, me figuring out life, me, all the same stuff I used to do. I love that. Like fashion and everything. I think what I, you know, something I do want to talk about is the fact that I'm getting close to 40, but I don't feel uh, like, like, I think it's just got such a stigma and I don't, I want to, I want to go into 40 just completely on my terms and really, um, I think it's just about sharing my life and how I am having this fresh start in this basically huge new chapter of my life in every sense. I am actually going to be doing something with launching another business soon with nest aside from nesting story soon. So that will be something exciting that I'll bring everyone along for the ride with. Um, and yeah, just kind of wherever the wind takes me, but I think it will be really interesting to be in this new house, new town, all that comes with it. And, um, my life through my eyes. And I think just, it's a big story of survival and, um, resilience, resilience. Absolutely. I love that. And I think that there's something quite magical about, not like you said, not pigeonholing yourself, Mm -hmm. showing up in a way that just feels good when it happens. You know, sometimes there's time, sometimes there's time, but sometimes there are times to be very strategic and like post as many times a day. And yeah, you, you have the energy for it. And other times it's like, you know what, we're in this, like this transition time and like just showing up is a big deal. So I'm glad that you will show up, show up. And I think even like within your cycle, like not to, you know, for any men listening, but seriously, I've really learned that about myself. It's actually a book. Oh my gosh. What's the name of it? There's a really good book. Uh, Anyways, it's, it talks about how women should be really, um, when they work and the, the work they're producing, you should actually really plan certain things around different times of the month. And I've really embraced that. So I know, certain weeks I can barely show up, but I'm really good at other things. And then, so I'm, I'm doing better at like that too, because I think that that's a big thing that a lot of women do not, I think knowledge, I don't acknowledge, or, you know, that your body changes and everything. So, anyways, Hormones anyways, we could talk for, oh, yeah. I know. I'm we, like, we, we're going to have to talk I, about that next I time. I keep trying to sh- I keep trying to shut myself up because I'm like, you and I can just talk and talk. So we'll get that chance. We will. Well, thanks for being the guest today. Um, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're not disappearing forever. I mean, we'd still be friends. It just, you know, it's better that we're doing the same thing. So it's awesome. This is so fun. Plus, we need conferences. How much are you missing conferences? (gasps) 
I'm like, like I really... can I go to the one in September? Like, that's how I feel, but I don't think it's possible. I, know. But... I don't think that one, but like, I, even with my new little thing that I'm starting, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to also host events with it so that I know I'm, Woo! I know I'm excited. Right? Well, you know, it's basically what I've been talking about wanting to do forever, just properly doing it. So right. that will be coming. Um, oh, it's exciting. Anyways, I'll, I'll I let know. you end the podcast. I <laughs> we can just keep up. talking. Shut I know. Up. And pause. All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. And uh, thanks for being here, Joanna. Thanks for having me. That was fun. Hey, Dean. Hey, Amanda. Welcome to Man Friend Portion. Man Friendo. I had my work wife and now I have my man friend. Easy there. I thought you were calling me. Am I your work wife? <laughs> Joanna's, Joanna's your... my work wife. Oh my god! Got confused. Boy, lots of information there. Lots of uh, you know life changing decisions and 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 things uh, affecting Joanna's life, but um, and the children's life. And she's been handling it like a boss, though, and just actually just really putting her family first. Like she's yeah. taken a huge break and just allowed her family to reset. Oh yeah, she's a she's a tiger. She just saw that, you know, I'm not, I don't want to get into the divorce part of it and stuff like that, but, you know, it's hard on children and she knows that and she ha- had to make a change uh, or they both had to make a change and uh, she saw that uh, her kids were taken care of and, and everybody was supported and, but, uh, you know, what a, what an incredibly uh, uh, dramatic upheaval in your life when you have to go through that type of stuff and you always hear about it you know and and just to listen to her and you know her whole uh, uh online existence was nesting story mm-hmm. it was like we're nesting yeah it just kind of goes to show you that sometimes the nest is you know a, a different is a different uh, shape or mm-hmm. place or you know, whatever. So, or the nest is good yeah. for a certain amount of time and then you decide to, ch- to change it up. You know what Which I mean? Which is why I wanted to talk to you today. <laughs> oh, Dean. Listen. There's this cozy one-bedroom apartment. Really Get her quiet. Done for me? Bye. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, oh, alone time is lovely. Where would you put all your stuff? <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I'm not opposed to that idea. <laughs> okay, Listen separation divorce it happens i find i really like that perspective of um not looking at it like a failure like it ran its course for 15 17 years and how awesome and it's like you know what a chapter is finito and it's time to move on to the next chapter right and how do we do that with finesse if we can um it's so exciting all of the changes that are coming her way you know she's got a new place it's looking lovely so amanda Mm-hmm. Let me ask your perspective on something. Listening. Do you think that relationships, marriages, do you think to get to that certain point where you go, yeah, I'm going to go? Or do you go like, do you like what many couples do and go see a professional and get counseling? And you hear a lot about how that's just like prolonging the inevitable. Mm. What's your opinion on it? Hmm. Well, as I take a sip of my bubble water, which you got me for Father's Day. Thank you. You're welcome. I think that I only know from my own experience, right? And to me, I feel like it's a choice. I feel like you go through tricky times. You know, I'm looking at our our last 18 months or something and it's like, goodness, could there just be a few less things going on? You know, like there's just, it's a lot of heavy stuff. You know, I think about, I don't know, like the, you know, there's vows that you take and you say some things. I don't really remember exactly what I said, but I do know the gist of it, which is that you're going to support your person in tricky times and then you're going to support them in great times. I prefer the easy times. Just go throw that out there. It's a little easier. Wake up. You never said much because you're pretty nervous during the whole thing. I was so, I was crying. In fact. Point is, it's very hard for me to make a commitment. (laughs) I'm glad I brought that tickle me Elmo with me. So when we were standing up there in front of the minister, I said, Amanda, do you take Dean? Da 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 da. And uh, you were like sitting there going, <laughs> and I pushed tickle me. Elmi went, hey, 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 you're my friend. <laughs> and the minister went, That's sure, good enough, I guess. True Elmo, story. I mean Dean. Dean for Dean didn't have the rings. Actually, it you're cracked. technically married to Elmo. 
what are you talking about okay, at ahead. this point? But no, the point I'm trying to make is that I think it's like, I think that there are times when a, a relationship has run its course, when you've put yeah. in the work, but the distance is too big, or maybe you've gone through too many changes, or who knows, right? But I think that it's hard to say what is going to work. That's the problem, isn't it? Can I can I give you the reason I ask you is I just want seeing what our thoughts are. So just to just so the, the short the short, short answer version, is yeah. I make a choice. I choose you. I continue to choose you. Right. And choose us. Right. Sometimes I don't want to, but hey, I do. Jump on this train because yeah, <laughs> it's going to nowhere land quick. So I agree with you. That you made the choice, you stick in it, whatever, you know, for better or for worse. However, there's two sides of that. The one side is that you shouldn't have to tolerate, like, you know, if you lived in proximity with anyone else. Of course, speaking from the pilot point of view. Okay. If you ever sat next to someone that you don't like for 17, well, not 17 hours, you would go in the the bunk and sleep but say 10 or 12 hours and then work with them for like 10 days. You freaking hate them after a while in your heart. You're just like, <laughs> how can you be such a dick? Right. But the thing is, is you, the plane still has to go. So you just suck it up and there's going to be those good times. You'll be like, hey, <laughs> remember that? Do you, uh, <laughs> you know, but you, you know what I mean? You, you you have to keep the plane has to keep going <laughs> yes. there's also the other side of it you hate them in your heart <laughs> you just hate them oh it's my like when God, a sleepover tell, goes on too long when my, you're a kid wait, i'm gonna unleash the beast when it comes to my podcast oh i got some stuff to tell you <clears throat> carry on so there's that thing that you fly with some dick uh, some dudes right? <laughs> who's a real jerk off yes and you're just like Maybe, but it, but I'm not just. I'm not like I'm saying you could be the jerk off. Oh, I definitely am. <laughs> I know. I live with you. I know. If things, uh, well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I don't want to. <clears throat> I don't want to hamper any other future job opportunities. If Fair there enough. Is ever Fair enough. Any gardening jobs I can get. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So there's that side of it. Keep it all going. Then there's the other side of it that you're like, oh. You get, it's a new day, you had your days off, you go back to work, you get, you get in the plane and it's just like, you're like, oh, it's dick number two. Wow, this is going to be great. I'm sure glad. This is why pilots drink, I think, but I don't, like not on the job, but <laughs> it's just like, it's the same shit over and over and over again. I believe like it's tricky i'm trying to make yeah. this not sound controversial but i can't remember who told me this it's that do you want to have a, it's like the old song if you want to be happy for the rest of your life never with your wife yeah which is just terrible yeah never make a pretty woman your wife what the what weird lyrics this is, pre- that is pre- the me too. Thing. but the thing about it is that it's like you're getting involved with somebody you decided like <clears throat> in in the man's mind, you're like, I think you're going to be, you know, pretty uh, attractive to me till I'm like dead. So that's good. So that's first part. Second part, you have some other skill. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's cooking or crocheting or, or crocheting. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Uh, aerobics. <laughs> <laughs> Pelotoning. You never know. Peloton. You know, when I, anyway. So the other, this is like, okay, you found this person. Well, you decide I'm going to pull the pin on this, whatever. And you, you go out and you're back in the market again in your late years. And you're like, it now it goes from, I choose to like, you'll do, you know, perhaps I do to you're like, you'll do, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is just my opinion. So Mm -hmm. I believe in the, in the, the, the average type person. The person that has highs and lows, da 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 da, da but pr- they're pretty well just like yeah, straight all the way through. There, there's no, there's no drama or minimal drama. Uh, uh, you know, they're not. Um, uh, they ha- don't have an adverse personality. Really, they're easy to get along with, and and you you spend your time. So when you think about it, it's always good to go. 
you know, you think about another relationship or, or divorcing or all that type of stuff, you kind of got to take that, that part of you and go, okay, I'm, I'm angry right away. I like, I'm really angry right now. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. You're going to stop being angry eventually. And then you're going to realize, you know what? I guess it's either one or the other. I'm going to, it's so bad that I can't, I don't want to mm-hmm. go back or I'm going to take a chance and roll the dice, but you might be rolling the dice with the same exact person because let's face it. You take a lot of problems in your life with you, mm-hmm. right? So you and I together, I, I like, you know. I feel like he's trying to plead his case at this point. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what, for divorce? You don't want me to go because you're like, listen, listen I got I problems. Would, I would other moonwalk out of here problems. some days. I would do like, so I would do I. the, yeah. I would do the... Because relationships yeah. suck sometimes and sometimes they're they really great. suck. But I think, okay, I know what wait, you're let trying me to say. My little, let me finish my wait, really long-winded say, bullshit thing. But I also think it's a little bit What you're saying can be a little bit offensive because it's like, you're because I, I know you, you don't disagree with divorce. It took you freaking 40 years to get married. So you're not like, you're not exactly well, gung-ho I, on the I, marriage train. I have a lot train. of trouble making decisions. You, you do. Like in real life? No, I know. I can't make any decisions. I'm here with Pilot you. Pilot-wise, I'm like... You got this. This, this, this. Okay, that equals this. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Because there's too much room for error when you're making other decisions. In the plane, there's not. Well, the decisions don't really matter. In, <clears throat> in your regular life, there's too many variables. Like That's what you're I'm just saying. Like, I'm just... You know what? I'm walking out of this relationship. I'm gone. I'm going to walk up the street to the pub. There's got to be a lovely person there that I can have a lovely conversation with. And she's rich. And <laughs> da 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 And you realize, yeah, no. There's nobody up the street. Right. But, but... There could be. There could be. Because yeah. it's kind of like... Because I think right now the tr- the trouble is what we're s- what you're saying. Because I'm not saying this, but what you're saying in one hand is like same same shit, different day. You know what I mean? S- sorry, but that's exactly what I'm saying. Right, same but shit, different day. There are. Let's go back to the decision making thing. There are so many variables. What is the problem in this situation? Because uh, sometimes there's bad problems in relationships, and people deserve to be treated better sometimes you've got like you're just two different people you have different wants different desires it's not necessarily a bad thing but you like to live your life doing abc and that other person's doing xyz well i don't want to do that it's boring you know you're not your needs aren't being met so i think when i said at the beginning is like i'm choosing you but there are also times where you have to choose me you know you have to choose yourself and it's never an easy decision. It's not something that's ever made lightly, I think, for a lot of people. Oh, for sure and, not. I mean, we're here. And we you are, said uh, you, the armchair, like, not to use uh, Zach, uh, whatever his name is there, Dax, Dax Shepard. Yeah. But w- here we are being the armchair experts on marriage. But all we have to go by is our own marriage and right. stories from others. But what I was saying in the begin- from the very you know beginning is just that, like, yes, you may choose to leave the marriage because it sucks. Mm-hmm. But don't expect... That you're gonna find, you know, you're gonna find a, a, a horse turd that's got a diamond in it or something like that. Like, it's not gonna happen. What? You are gonna get the same exact Goofosaurus Rex, unless unless you 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 uh, how do you say it? Do you, unless you vet them first, hundred percent, and you do the work on yourself. And right, I was just gonna say it. Exactly. And then look at yourself, and and maybe it's kind of one of these things where you get a debrief, you know, after marriage. It's the papers signed. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids are in Switzerland at the private school. <laughs> what? No, they're not. But it, it, and then you you sit back and you know, not in that Julia Roberts kind of pray love. Like I'm going to Bali to meet Katuk or whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. But in the way that you're just living your you wake up in the morning you're not picking up your phone right away you sit on the edge of your bed yeah. you take you do a reset that's you, is exactly you do what a reset. i feel like you look you, you know i'm what, watching what joanna do, you, do is right. this reset she is yeah she really is yeah when joanna told me that she was buying her own house and yeah. her partner uh has his own place i was just like i am so impressed with you because when we feel this responsibility to be a role or fill a role for other people, it's yeah. like what you're, it's basically what you're saying. Like when we know what we want 
and how we want to live our life. And so what if it doesn't like work well, for everybody else? I, I don't remember the saying. It's like, I feel like my mom or my dad told me this a long time ago, but we, we start out our lives doing everything that we're told. You're going to take this class, you're going to do that, and you're going to go to school, and you're going to do this, and then you're going to go into this, and then you're going to do this, and you're going to marry this person, you're going to wipe. And then you, it, it, and that's the formula that worked. It worked, duh, past tense. And yes, that generation's very proud of, you know, well, we put up and we did da 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 Good. That's fantastic. But you know what? We're in a different time now. What I will say is coming back to that question you asked me at the start, like, is it a choice? You know, do you, you know, is it going to be the same thing with a different person? Do you do the therapy? I do think it's like a combination of all of the above. You know, you try the therapy if you're wanting to continue to choose that person. And then you think about is maybe you need to choose yourself in the situation and you need to make that decision to part ways and to make this epic change for you. And it's not going to be easy. None of it's easy. If it was easy, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But I think it's, you know, you just don't know what's on the other side. And um, I think you just have to take time to work through these big changes because it could be very rewarding. And it would, I think it is rewarding. I don't know many well, people. Well, you know what I get out of this is that I, I sit here and I talk. Hopefully everybody made it to the edge, bec- uh, the end of this podcast because I wanted to say something. But it's like, you sit back and you talk. I, I often, I don't know if you do the same thing, but I almost do a talk therapy you know, in my, everybody does in their head a little bit. But when you're doing like a podcast, when we're talking back and forth, it's it's really like, it's almost, it's just, you're poking uh, different ideas mm-hmm. and you're going, oh, 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 oh. And this is where communication is really important with that other person and, and I don't know. What and yourself. Yeah. But even to what and you're yourself, saying, yeah. like, what is it? I mean, there's so many things that we brought up that it's like just to peel it back. But it's like, yeah, what do you want? You know, I feel and Joanna spoke about this in the episode. You know, she got married relatively young and just started on that hamster wheel of house kids do 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 you know and that all of a sudden she was like whoa like i don't know if this is exactly what i signed up for i don't know if this is exactly what i wanted not with her partner but just like the role she was playing yeah you know and i'm paraphrasing but you know there came a point where it was like she needed to do a little reset for herself like what is it that i want out of this life what do i want to be doing here and i just think that like you don't necessarily need to go through an epic change transition in your life to ask yourself those questions i think you can do a little check-in often and you know touch base with yourself what do you like to do like i i just said this the other day in a vlog you know i haven't been feeling my best so i'm not going to continue the same behavior and expect things to change i have to make some changes in order to start feeling a little different right and it's like how do we constantly check in with ourselves i feel like you and i could talk and talk and talk about this so i'm gonna cut us down just go on forever and ever until we got into a fight and i walked out yeah well, thank you, everyone, for listening. You know, Dean and I could talk, and uh, you know, nothing coherent fun. from me, but yeah. I love talking. We do enjoy talking. Hopefully, yeah. you followed something in that little session. If you didn't follow anything, it's fine. You can have your money back. It's fine. Yeah, just yeah, just right. we'll send you a check for, for zero dollars. I mean, free episode. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in our next episode. Bye. Friendo podcast is produced and hosted by me, Amanda Muse. Music on this episode is written by Chris Bevins and Mike Payne, performed and produced by MP Real Glow. If you'd like to help support the growth of Friendo Podcast, you can do so by leaving a positive review, sharing the podcast with your friends and community, and supporting the shop at hellofriendo.com. Find us on Instagram at shophellofriendo. And thank you for listening. And remember, be your own bird. <laughs>